Are you an intense person? Emotional intensity is a trait often found in the highly sensitive person, empaths and gifted people. Being an intense person means feeling a wide spectrum of emotions in a more vivid and profound way than most people do. And this includes both positive and negative emotions, pain, distress, despair, fear, excitement, love, sadness or happiness. It means a person is deeply empathic, sensitive, perceptive and imaginative. It also means they're more prone to existential angst and depression. What is emotional intensity? Are you an emotionally intense person? Emotional intensity comprises of the following five components. 1. Emotional depth and passion. 2. Deep empathy and sensitivity. 3. Being highly perceptive. 4. A rich inner world with vivid imagination. 5. Creative potential and existential angst. 1. Emotional depth and passion. You have always been an old soul. Compared to peers your age, you are an unusually deep thinker and feeler. You see the world with depth and complexity. Although the passion and curiosity, you have remained like that of a child. You experience emotions powerfully, both positive and negative. You feel a lot, sometimes positive and negative at the same time. For example, you may soar high into bliss and plunge deep into despair within a short period of time. You know the meaning of ecstasy and rapture, though this may not be shared by others around you. When you feel into music or art, you feel completely absorbed Sometimes you have difficulty pulling yourself out from an immersive art experience. You love passionately, even if you may not show it explicitly. This applies not just to romance, but also to your friends, family pets, even wider humanity. You give a lot in relationships, and you are easily wounded by abandonment and rejection. You are gifted with immense passion, even if you do not show it on the outside. You form such strong connections with people, animals, and places that separation is painful even traumatizing for you. You experience life with tenderness and nostalgia. When you recall a memory of someone you love, you feel as though it was yesterday. 2. Deep empathy and sensitivity. From an early age, you have a grave concern for the wider world. This is a common trait for gifted people. Your empathy is so strong that when others are hurt, you feel as if it is happening to you. You may even feel physical pain when you witness abuse. Being an empath, you feel you absorb other people's psychic and emotional energies. After being in crowds or social situations, you may get overwhelmed. You are not interested in small talks and shallow connections, but soulful and meaningful relationships. You are sensitive to your friends' and lovers' needs, and you are a loyal companion. However, having energetically thin boundaries also means you are vulnerable to relational hurt. You take things personally, and often take too much responsibility for what happens in a relationship you are more likely to drive all blame to yourself than to blame others. You are physically sensitive to your environment. You may be overwhelmed by too much sensory input. You are sensitive to loud noises, strong smells, or tactile sensations such as clothing tags and rough surfaces. 3. Being highly perceptive. You can sense and perceive things that others miss. You see beyond the surface, pick up subtle cues, and are very attuned with any changes in the dynamic between people. You are gifted with a sharp intuition and are able to assess someone's level of honesty rapidly. Even when they do not say anything, you can sense their ingenuine thoughts and intentions. Even when someone does not admit they are upset, you can sense their sadness underneath the normal facade. You have a sense of knowing when something is about to happen or about other people's inner worlds.
and you are often correct. Some may call you a psychic. When your perceptiveness is paired with a strong sense of justice, the interpersonal dynamic can become challenging for you. For instance, you are able to sense people's hypocrisies and unfairness at work, and even if it is to your disadvantages, you cannot help but point out the elephant in the room. People may be threatened by you because they feel you see through them. You may be the scapegoat in your family because you are the one who points out things that are not going well, despite what it looks like on the outside. You have a need to push the boundaries of conformity, to question or to challenge traditions, particularly those that seem meaningless or unfair. You might have been a dropout from conventional settings, schools and the workplace, as a lot of gifted people have. Although your path is not an easy one, your intuition and integrity also make you a great visionary leader. 4. A rich inner world with vivid imagination. You have a rich inner world. You may think not just in words, but also images and metaphors. You have a vivid imagination, fantasies and dreams. If you did not have a happy childhood, you might have resorted to your imagined world as a haven in times of emotional turmoils. Intellectually, you are inquisitive and reflective. You have a strong need to seek to understand, to expand your horizons, to gain knowledge. You might have felt an urge to leave home to explore the world, even if you feel guilty for leaving people behind. With the gifted ability to process information with speed and depth, you absorb and surge through information very quickly. You are likely to be an avid reader and a keen observer. You may appear critical and impatient with others who cannot keep up with you. You also can integrate intellectual concepts with your deep feelings for original conceptions. You may have a constant stream of ideas, sometimes so many that you feel you cannot keep up with them. When you get excited about an idea, your mind runs faster than your words can keep up, or you find yourself talking rapidly, perhaps even interrupting others. When you become absorbed in your love for a piece of art, literature, theatre or music, the outside world ceases to exist. You are highly inquisitive and often diligently reflect on your own behaviours. The flip side is that you may be occupied with obsessive thoughts and scrupulous self-examination. You may also suffer from perfectionism and live with a strong inner critic. You are sensitive to the spiritual world or were drawn to spirituality from a young age. Even if you don't have a religious background, you feel connected to something in nature or something bigger than yourself. 5. Creative potential and existential angst. From a young age, you experience existential depression and thought about issues such as the meaninglessness of life, death and loneliness. You might have felt frustrated that those around you, including the adults, were not prepared to discuss and consider these weighty concerns. Because you can sense your own potential and how things can be, you are driven by strong existential angst. You may be haunted by an unnamed sense of urgency, a constant impulse to move forward. You get a constant niggling feeling that there is something important that you should be doing, even when your vision is not clear yet. You live with the feeling that somehow time is running out, and you are not doing what you should be doing. For some unnamed reason, you feel a weight of responsibility on your shoulders, even for things you are not responsible for. Your angst propels you to learn, to expand, and to advance in your life path, but it can also paralyze you. You may be prone to creative blockages, such as artist block, writer's block, procrastination, the fear of exposure or the imposter syndrome, the feeling that you are a fraud. You are multi-passionate. Even though you might have chosen one conventional career path, you could not curb your curiosity and passion for other disciplines. When you have a strong vision or innovative idea, you can feel the split between belongingness and authentic expression. You want to express yourself with your full, authentic self, but you are worried that it will mean being rejected. Are you an intense person? 
some people experience life more vividly, are more aware of subtleties, and process information more deeply than others. You may have been described as having a keen intelligence and unbounded perceptivity. You may have been called or feel like an old soul. Your sentimental nature means you are always pondering the transient nature of relationships and situations and plagued by an intangible feeling of divine homesickness. Your sensitivity makes it hard for you to fit into the hypocritical aspects of this world. This is because you possess a particular kind of awareness of the truth, injustice, suffering and painstakingly beautiful things. In our world today, the norm is to try and cover up our deep-rooted existential anxiety by means of numbing. When things get too much, it's in our human nature to want to close our eyes and pretend that nothing is happening. Many people have settled to dull their minds by engaging in mindless activities or consuming short-lived pleasure. However, those who were born with a sensitive and perceptive soul struggle to do that. It is not that you try to be different or pretend that you are special, but you just cannot shut down your natural ability to see and feel so much. As someone who lives with emotional intensity or overexcitabilities, you may feel that you have no other option than to take life seriously and you aspire to live fully, intensely, with full presence and passion. Even when it hurts, the intense soul inside you may stubbornly refuse to be diluted for her infinite zest for life and wants to embrace it all with wide open eyes. Perhaps deep down you know that the joy and aliveness you will experience is in direct proportion to the suffering you can endure. In the end, without sensitivity, what would life be? It is this part of you that has given your life so much colour and meaning. Although it brings both ecstasy and terror, it's also the source of all that is precious and memorable. Emotionally intense, sensitive and gifted. Why do you feel different? Emotional intensity is a form of neurodiversity. The biological reality that particular groups of the population are innately different from the norm. As a human species, we seem inept at embracing differences. We have divided ourselves in a countless number of ways, between black and white, between the majority and the minority, between introverts and extroverts, even between the stoic and the sensitive. Our current political climate is a clear reflection of this dark side of our tribal nature. This is why the sensitive and intense people often find themselves on the margin of society, being condemned as being too this and too that, or that somehow they are deemed as being too fragile for the world. The problem is not our differences, but our judgment of each other and the indifference towards it. By pathologizing, stigmatizing and marginalizing intense people, the world is sitting on a gold mine without knowing it, and we are being held back in progression as a collective. Being sensitive and intense are not inherently an illness. In fact, it often points to potential high intelligence, unique talents or endowment. However, after years of being misdiagnosed by health professionals, criticised by schools or workplace authorities, and misunderstood by even those who are close to them, it is understandable that many intense people start to believe there is something wrong with them. Ironically, low self-esteem and loneliness make them more susceptible to having an actual mental disorder. People's brains vary. Research has validated that some people are born with a certain kind of biochemical or neurological makeup that can make them more emotionally or intellectually intense, sensitive and open to external stimuli than the general population. Neurodiversity is a biological reality. The term describes the infinite variations in our ways of functioning as human beings. In fact, the idea that there is one normal or healthy way of perceiving and being in the world is merely a cultural construct. Nowadays, understanding of mental health and difficulties 
is often confined to categorizing people based on a disorder or diagnosis. Whilst there is certainly tremendous value in acquiring a formal diagnosis, accessing the right treatment, feeling validated for the difficulties, realizing that one is not alone, research, such a one-size-fits-all mentality has its limitations. The neurodiversity paradigm suggests the diversity embedded amongst us, though challenging to meander at times, makes us stronger as a species, as communities, and as people. Having a group of individuals who function more intensely in the world is not only a natural form of human diversity, but also an essential factor in our evolution and the progression of our collective consciousness. This perspective is the opposite of the medical model, which contends that there is a normal and desirable way of functioning and anything else is a disorder. In recent years, there has been growing interest amongst psychologists and the general public on the topics of emotional sensitivity, emotional intelligence, introversion, and their links to well-being and creativity. An overlapping trait amongst these topics is emotional intensity, the propensity to feel emotions with more awareness, intensity, and depth. If you identify with the description of emotional intensity, you may also find resonance with the following. You're one of the 15-20% to of the population who identifies as a highly sensitive person, as defined by Dr. Elaine Aron. You identify as being an empath. You feel that you have thin boundaries, as defined by Hartman's inventory. You fall on the right side of the bell curve and are gifted in one or more forms of intelligence. You are neuroatypical. For example, you may have high-functioning autism, but not know it. Emotional intensity is an innate trait, a temperament. Living with emotional intensity is a mixed blessing. It means feeling a wide spectrum of emotions in a more vivid and profound way than most people do, and this includes both positive and negative emotions. Pain, distress, despair, fear, excitement, love, sadness or happiness. At its best, intensity comes with a sense of awe, quivering aliveness and deep appreciation for the beauty in this world. At its worst, it feels like a consuming, out-of-control, never-ending storm. Awareness and information about individual differences are invaluable in that they can help you make sense of your life history. By reviewing events and difficulties that you may have experienced through a new perspective, you can realise where many of the old hurtful, uninvited commentaries might have come from and be liberated to embark on a journey of true self-discovery. Emotionally intense, sensitive and gifted. Do you need help? A lot of people who first approach me are worried that they will be attached with some kind of clinical label or be deemed as so ill that they will have to be in therapy for years. Yes, on one end of the spectrum, someone can experience emotional intensity in a way that constitutes a clinical diagnosis, such as borderline personality disorder, which has been suggested to be more accurately described by the term emotional intensity disorder, bipolar disorder, or ADHD. Your experience may or may not find its roots in developmental and attachment trauma. However, emotional intensity is not something to be fixed or cured, but to be accepted, appreciated, and mastered. It would be a terrible insult to try and suppress something that is so core and intrinsic to your being. Nowadays, we live in an emotion-phobic culture that encourages the silencing of feelings, especially the negative ones. However, if you are someone who is naturally emotionally intense and sensitive, you may struggle to do what is considered the norm, denying, brushing off, or dampening the intensity of feelings. For example, you may find that when a worry sows its seed in your mind, you struggle to get rid of it. You may find yourself being left with no choice but to dwell in thoughts until the problem is solved. To others, you may appear neurotic or obsessive. Your friends and family may advise you to not think too much, to sleep on it, 
or to go get a drink and distract yourself. These temporary strategies may work for them, but you continue to find yourself struggling to settle with peace. In these cases, our work in coaching will be about courageously staying close to all emotions, attending to them without completely surrendering to their destructiveness or being overwhelmed by them. A healthy, emotionally intense individual would have learned to maintain a core sense of identity without it being swept by the moment-to-moment changes of their feelings. The aim of our work is to help you thrive as an intense person. You may still experience the stab of intensity dysregulation at certain times, but through developing self-knowledge and awareness, as well as having a healthy relationship with your intense inner world, you realise you're not controlled by your emotions. You can live with and ride the waves of life with both passion and peace. By developing the strengths and skills to befriend each emotion that comes along, you will be able to circumvent the path of self-destructiveness and be like an alchemist who turns their stream of feelings into something deep, beautiful and poetic, a connective tissue to wider humanity. You can make the best of your emotional intensity rather than pathologizing it. Why you matter. To be human is to feel. Yet we live in an emotions-phobic world nowadays. Our system medicalizes the most natural human expressions. Grief of the loss of loved ones, anxiety in our fast-moving world, anger when injustice happens. We tend to judge certain emotions as good or bad, and society as a whole has become afraid of strong, honest emotional expressions. This kind of collective apathy cannot sustain itself. By pathologizing emotional intensity and stigmatizing intense people, we also deny emotional honesty. Because of society's stigma, many people have come to disavow their emotional intensity. On an individual level, numbing our feelings makes life feel barren. Without emotions, Even when our mind is busy, we feel vacant, lethargic and bored with life. It is as if life is passing by in front of us without we fully living it. By detaching from our passion, we no longer know what we want. As a result, many people experience a lingering low-grade depression or background anxiety. On the other hand, what we resist persists. The more we push emotions away, the more they will come back in full force, in ways and times that we least expect them. That is when we get triggered for no obvious reasons, burst out in sudden rage, or resort to extreme behaviours in order to further suppress how we feel. Humans are not robots. Our psyche has its wisdom. It knows that if we are to ignore our emotions, they will grow like weeds and eventually destroy us. A world in which we collectively disconnect is a dangerous one. Crime, violence, discriminations happen when we as a society become desensitised to each other's suffering. It may feel easier to detach from the pain and injustice in the world. However, such temporary tranquility is brittle because just like waves can never separate from the ocean, we can never completely disconnect with the rest of the world. It is only natural that we cry over the woes of the world and be pained when it is in pain. What else is a heart for if not this? Mother Teresa once beautifully said, May God break my heart so completely the whole world falls in. Her heart may be broken day after day, yet she is one of the strongest people ever lived. As an intense person, you might have felt that you have no choice but to numb your feelings and protect yourselves in this unpredictable and volatile world. You might have felt that you had to withdraw, to defend, to hide behind four walls. As you have probably figured out by now, such a strategy leads merely to eternal deadness. Defending against the world doesn't work, neither do shrinking and hiding. What can take you forward is to open your heart and mind. The chaotic time that we are in is imbued with potential for the intense person. For the last few decades, Our world has been driven by linear, mechanistic, patriarchal values. We have gone very information-driven, intellectual and concrete. We have been ambitious, driven, stressed human doings, disowning our essence as human beings. As the world gets more shallow and literal, we slip into the tyranny of logical productivity 
and dismiss the heart-centered intelligence guided by emotional intensity. But it is not working. We are constantly stressed out. We feel separated from one another. We need to drown ourselves in hedonistic activities. Our global economy is outgrowing the capacity of the earth to support it. And what is happening in the politics might just be the final push of the old system before it is forced to recede. As a whole, we are yearning for a more vibrant life, one that is about inner abundance rather than materials. Communities need inspirations, not more information. People yearn to be led by empathy rather than force. Humanity is calling for a different way of being and a redefinition of power. We are waiting for the emergence of heart-centered trailblazers, torchbearers and bridgewalkers. And this may be where sensitive, intense and gifted people come in. From misfits to leaders. Passionate engagement with life is not an easy path and it is a path less traveled by. The word passion comes from the Latin verb patio, which means to suffer and to endure. As an intense person, passionate living entails a kind of openness where you are being exposed to the up and downs, gain and loss, pleasure and pain in life. When you choose to walk the path of passion and honor your emotional intensity, you commit yourself to come face to face with the bare bones of reality, including its embedded challenges and uncertainties, even when they pain you, trouble you and tire you out. Your love for life itself is the most powerful when you can combine it with your ability to see the beauty and make intellectual or creative linkages. This is what artists and poets have done all their lives across history. Sadly though, historically and up until today, those with visionary or insightful qualities are also deemed mad, pathological and schizophrenic by the world. Yet the misunderstood misfits are also the ones who have shown the world the most bravery, tenacity and love. They were the great healers, visionaries, trailblazers, creatives of their time. The summon for the intense person. Existing self-help resources for highly sensitive people often focus heavily on protective and defensive strategies. This breeds the idea that sensitive people are somehow too fragile for the world. But with your unique qualities, emotionally intense people may have important work to do in the world. It is critical that you do not collapse into the trap of pathology. Not being able to hide your own gifts and be authentic about your true nature keep you in hiding and hold you back from bringing your gifts into the world. Real emotional health as an intense person is not about stoicism. It is about your ability to expand, to absorb and the willingness to say yes to your inner and outer world. It is about allowing life to move you and affect you deeply without losing your ground. We root in order to rise. While healing old wounds is important, you may be ready for the next step. The next chapter is about moving from being to misfits to standing as the leaders of the world, and this can take many forms. You can be a thought leader that speaks to a small niche, a quiet creative pioneer, or you can model how to be the best parent in town. This pledge may seem extreme, but for too long intense people have been misunderstood, shamed and sidelined, and just like the beginning of any movement, a forceful pushback is needed to swing the pendulum. At this point, some of you may ask, am I really that special? Are you suggesting that I am superior in some way? Does this further alienate me from those around me? The fear of your own power and of losing belongingness is understandable. Here is a more useful way of thinking about it. We all have our unique blueprints and trajectory in this lifetime, and everyone is being gifted with certain qualities to do certain things in the world. Maybe you are qualitatively, rather than quantitatively different, to someone who is less intense, but that does not make you any better or worse. As your body already knows, suppressing your expression can lead to existential guilt, depression, restlessness, physical pain, and chronic emptiness. Your unusual life path might be a summon from life. Intense people can be the game changers, the truth tellers, and the fierce lovers of the world. By nature, you may be the pioneers and the questioners, and the progressives whose role in the world is to bring forth the realities that others do not yet see or understand. 
embracing your gift of sensitivity is not just something you can do for yourself, but also for those around you. If you can summon the courage to stand out as a sensitive leader, you set a solid example for all others like you.